Good morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back to uh, Fresh Out the Cocoon. I'm your host, Joy. Uh, and today we're going to just hop right into it. Um, episode two, I've been waiting, sitting on this for a while. First of all, let me just start by saying thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Second of all, let's um, let me let me just tell y'all real quick how June like snuck up on me. I'm sitting, I'm doing my own thing. Last time we talked, you know, I was in California, I was doing some research at a conference, and then I started counting into the next episode, and I'm like, hold up, June is here. So I had to go back and kind of reconfigure some of the things that I wanted to talk about because I was like, no, nah, ain't no way. And if anybody who live in the East Coast understand and know, like we've been getting waves of heat that is disrespectful and just nasty. Like the heat don't care, right? It don't care about your life. It don't care that you just flat ironed your hair, none of that stuff. And so I thought it'd be imperative to bring episode two and to bring it um, where we are talking about you know, people need survival guides. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today, uh, I got three points, just three quick points that I want to go over. That's going to help us fat girls, um, survive throughout the sun, this heat, man, this humidity, this stuff that like just come and just grab you in the middle of the night. And in the middle, in the, in the early morning time, listen, the heat in the East coast is horrible and I, and I can't take it. So I want to talk about today, I want to talk about three points, and those three points are going to be what to wear, what to do, and where to shop. Because I feel like if we can get get these three points across, like we'll pretty much be set for the summer. Some of this I've learned by trial and error, some of this I've heard from other people, and I find it to be valuable, so I just want to pass it on to y'all. And so we're going to do this. So first things first, right? What to wear. What should fat girls wear during the summertime when it's hot outside, right? When it's 90 degrees outside, when it's 100 degrees outside, when it's 70 degrees outside, but the humidity is like 102. What should you wear? This answer is very quite simple. You should wear whatever you want, right? So one of the big caveats right now that we're dealing with, particularly in society, people say this all the time, like, oh, you're too big to be wearing X, Y, and Z. When the truth is, no, we're not, okay? No, we're not. And if they gonna make it in our size, you can't be too big to wear something that fits you, right? And what I really want is for fat girls to take uh, a vow this summer, right? Me too included. I'm vowing not to suffer from any type of heat exhaustion based on societal standards about what fat people should wear, what my friends think I should wear or should not wear, okay, what people on the street think I should or should not wear, what family thinks we should or should not wear, right? The summer is for everybody, right? Don't nobody got no monopoly on the summer. And if you want to wear shorts, you should wear shorts. If you want to wear crop tops, you should wear crop tops. Listen, if you want to wear something with your arms out, you should wear something with your arms out. This whole, you know, a lot of times, oftentimes I hear a lot of women, they get hung up on the fact that like their arms are flappy underneath. Let me tell y'all something. Everybody's arms is flappy underneath. Okay, and I'm gonna help you out because a sleeve, I don't care if it's long sleeve, if it's short sleeve, it don't change the size of your arm, right? Like the sleeve has to wrap around your arm. And so 
thinking or believing, telling ourselves that, oh, you can't see as much because there's a sleeve on is a grave misconception. And so if you want to wear tank tops this summer, shoot, wear them tank tops. Don't let nobody tell you that you ain't, you can't wear no tank top because you got flappy arms. Shorts, another thing, right? So wear the shorts you want to wear. I personally don't wear shorts that come above my knees because... I don't know something happens after I take a couple steps my shorts just magically like turn into underwear right and then I'll be walking around with like jean drawers on I don't know how this happened so I typically stay with shorts that are like Bermuda shorts shorts that come to my knees same thing with like dresses um, because of the way that my body is composed for some reason it causes my clothes to ride up and that's just not cool but if you want to wear shorts you should absolutely wear shorts booty shorts cheeks hanging out the bottom that's what you want to do you should do that uh, you should also wear bathing suits like don't let societal standards and I know right now because there seems to be an influx um, of like swimsuits and body positivity so you can find something in your size but don't let you know what society says oh you got a belly you got a pouch you got you know your boobs aren't big enough all of this other stuff keep you from wearing what you want to wear right if you hit the beach you in the sand right you having fun with your friends wear that you know wear that bikini wear that tankini okay wear that one-piece bathing suit and wear it you know wear it unapologetically wear that thong look you can walk around naked if you want to just don't get arrested that's what i say right um so wear whatever it is that you want to wear don't be held up by societal standards about you know what people say that you should or should not wear in your own mind right don't don't keep yourself um hindered right by thinking oh well if i put these shorts on people are going to think x y and z if i wear this with my arms out people are going to be staring at me people are going to be looking at me and maybe they will stare at you maybe they will look at you but maybe they staring and looking because you cute right not because there's a problem with the way that you look and if they got a problem they got a problem and that's life right because we all got to live our own lives and you shouldn't have to hinder your life or you know wear sweat sweat suits and in and jogging pants and jeans in 90 degree weather because society says that fat people shouldn't wear certain types of clothing and there has been an influx you know with what's available now and today and i'm not saying that it's it's ideal and i'm not saying that you know it solves all of our problems but you can find a lot of different um styles of clothing now that kind of suit um the preference of of whatever it is that you want to wear so go out get them dresses get them shorts get them crop tops you see what i'm saying get them shoes something else that i find um i know um since the weather is happening you know you got all these flip-flops and flats and all of this other stuff and them is cool um but something personally that I found that's, that 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 tends to help me because, you know, flip-flops ain't got no arch support. And if you're doing a lot of walking, if you plan on covering a lot of acreage, okay, you at festivals, you're doing this and that, you know, in the city, city blocks, 
you walk four city blocks, you could roughly, you know, that's about a half a mile or so. So um, just having good shoes with good support, finding you a sandal that kind of also helps support your arch um, has also been helpful, at least from where I stand, my standpoint, right? And so wear what you want to wear. Make sure that you're comfortable. If you're comfortable, and I'll say this too, if you're comfortable in jeans and sweatpants, then wear them. If you're comfortable being fully covered for the summer, then you should do that, right? But the goal is not to be hindered, right? And not to constrict yourself um, because of what somebody else says that you should or should not do or what you internally um, are thinking about yourself um, in negative ways. So we want to stay away from that. What to wear. Next, right? We want to talk about what to do, right? So um, oftentimes with the sun and the heat and the humidity, there are things that happen to your body um, that you don't like. One of those things, um, particularly for females, femmes, is we sweat. We don't like to necessarily sweat, particularly, listen, the way that the heat is set up in, in, in the East Coast is you can get up at nine o'clock in the morning, you could take a shower. You take a shower, you get out the shower, and the process of you lotioning your body, getting ready to put your clothes back on, you don't sweat so much, you need to take another shower. And so sweating becomes an issue um, for women. Um, and I'm sure it's not just larger size women, but in general, sweat can be a problem. So there are some things that you can kind of do to kind of help mitigate that issue. Now, am I telling you you're going to stay dry all day? No. OK, because there's a possibility that you may not. Um, but if you stay dry most of the day, um, there's there there. These here are some remedies um, that you can use. First things first, right? So do wear cotton, okay? I do understand that we are living in a time and an era where you will go and you will buy some things and things will look very, very nice on the rack. And that's cool, right? But all fabrics are not created equally. All fabrics do not breathe. And so if you're concern is staying cool. Something that you want to make sure that you are doing is that you are wearing clothes that help um, help that help that issue. And so one of the ways you could kind of combat sweatiness um, is to wear cotton because cotton is breathable. It's something that the air can kind of blow through um, and you can have that, uh, I don't even aeration if you will, to, to, to what it is that you need. You need air coming in and going out, people. So you want to wear something that's, you know, wear cotton, wear breathable materials. Something else you want to do, do stay away from Spanx, right? Now, I know that we are in the era of the bodycon. I know people near and far love the bodycon. One of the caveats to wearing a, bo a bodycon oftentimes is that Spanx are involved. I say this often. I say oftentimes when we see clothes in the media, they are not necessarily selling you a reality, but they are selling you an image. And what you want when you purchase clothes is that whatever you wear, you want it to fit that image. And so the same way we used to buy toys when we was kids and then you get the toy, you realize that the batteries are not included. You got to go out and buy these extra things to make the toy work the way that it 
it does on a commercial is sometimes the same way that clothes are marketed. And so individuals who wear Spanx for whatever reason, um, we can talk about that in another, <laughs> in another context, in another episode, if we're talking about what it means to constrict your body. But some people do wear Spanx for the sake of like smoothing out so that the dress lays correctly or the garment that you're wearing lays the right way on top of your body. The problem with Spanx is that Spanx do not let you breathe. Okay, neither do waist trainers, neither do corsets. And so what that means is that the sweat has to go somewhere, y'all. And nine times out of 10, where it goes is down your legs. Um, you're dripping sweat, sweat is underneath you. If you've ever worn Spanx on a regular day, okay, like a full body catsuit type Spanx thing on a regular day, and then you had to go to the bathroom, um, you will realize that there's a whole lot of sweat that you probably didn't even know was taking place underneath the underneath your Spanx and part of the reason is because it's not a breathable material and so Spanx are not the best for hot weather if you are super concerned about wearing uh, something underneath your clothes um, whether it be like I said to smooth things out or what have you um, you can always wear like sport shorts right so bike shorts um, things of that nature that kind of give you the same effect without holding you as tight without constricting your body as much um, you could also buy clothes in a size up um, if you want to wear a body con and then you're not as um, not as conscious about the way that your body is shaped or looked in the garment. So you kind of want to stay away from Spanx. Um, we also want to stay away from powder with talk, right? So one of the issues that have come up in a, in most recent years, right? We know about Johnson & Johnson. We know about, you know, the powder being used in some people, um, particularly in women, it may cause ovarian cancer. Um, so I looked it up because I wanted to be sure, make sure I'm not spread no no gossip no alternative facts and pretty much what it was saying what the what the report is saying is that um the outcomes are varied right so some people some people wind up getting cancer some people don't that's not a good enough answer for me I was like, whatever, I just won't use the powder. And listen, I come from a history where I was a kid. My grandma used to lay a towel on the bed, like after we got out the shower, and she would tell us to lay down and she would like douse us with powder. So powder has been a very big part of, 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 of my childhood, also of my more adult life. Like I'm the person that used to come outside with the like the ring, the white ring over the up, up the top of the neck. Like you knew that I put on powder before I left the house. And so finding an alternative to that has been a little bit tough, but I'm willing to do it because, you know, I don't want to put my health at risk from trying to stay dry, pretty much. So if you can, you want to use alternatives to powder. They do have non-talk non powder, so you can use that. Um, some people use cornstarch. I've used cornstarch in the past, and cornstarch, it did do what it was supposed to do. But um, the problem with cornstarch is that I pretty much walked around smelling like I was breaking bread, like all day, right? And I don't know if everybody wants to smell like that, like even with perfume and stuff. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, you know, whatever, making donuts here. So 
you know, be mindful of that. If you're going to use something, kind of shoot for something that doesn't have a smell to it so that everybody else don't know that you're walking around with cornstarch on. Um, there are certain particular products that you can buy that are specially formulated for, um, for like skin chafing because that's like a big thing, right? Your thighs rub together, it becomes painful, right? So there are things like Secret Shield that people use um, for, for skin chafing to make sure that their, their skin is protected and you can get that online. There's also um, products called bandolettes. Bandolettes are like, um, they almost look like garter belts, but like larger. And they go up around your thighs and they're lace prints. So if anybody happens to see them under your skirt, you can still look cute. Um, but they stop the friction that happens between your thighs, right? And so that kind of makes up for things like... Um, it doesn't necessarily stop sweating from happening, but if your legs are rubbing together because they are sweaty and you know you have pain because of that, bandolets are also a good a good option to wear. Now, one of the biggest remedies that we have that most people have, you probably already have it in your closet, you just never thought to use it, is deodorant, right? And so deodorant is an antiperspirant, y'all. So what does that mean? That means that it stops sweat and it doesn't have to be just under your underarms. So you could put deodorant underneath your breasts, right? You could put deodorant um, on the back of your legs. You could put deodorant in between your thighs. You could put deodorant in between wherever your skin is rubbing together, wherever it is that you're making large, not, not even large, but wherever it is that you are um, sweating a lot, right? These are places where you can put deodorant to stop your stuff from sweating so much, right? So you ain't even got to leave the house and buy something new, right? And even if you have like, um, I mean, if you, if you're good at sewing and different things like that, you kind of make your own bandolets and don't have to spend as much money, but they're pretty affordable, but there are things that you can do stuff. That's probably right in your closet, right in your, you know, in your kitchen, sprinkle some cornstarch, wipe some deodorant, call it a day. Okay. So those are some of the things that you can use that helps, um, kind of mitigate, uh, the issues of sweating and skin chafing right when it comes to makeup something else that we kind of talk about um you want to make sure that well not make sure let me just say that full faces are very hard to maintain in hot weather okay you do not want to walk around looking like a melted fudge sickle you just don't want to do it okay and so you want to think about ways that you can i mean if you feel like you really need a full face or a painted face there are things like i think it's i, I want to say it's bill nye so there's like a spray that helps your face stay on after you um after you paint it and that gets very good reviews you spray it mist it it mattifies your face, you're straight for the rest of the day because that is typically used in like production. And so it's designed to keep makeup on your face for long periods of time. I can't personally wear a lot of makeup during hot weather because my face breaks out. Um, them oils come stronger. I look, sometimes I wake up and like, how? Like, where did all this extra oil come from? And like, how come this oil doesn't be produced like this on the rest of my body and I wouldn't have to spend as much money on moisturizer? But for me, like I can't wear as much makeup. So um, what I typically use is like a BB cream, which kind of gives me light coverage or a bronzer. And like, here's the thing, like sunlight is good for everybody. Sunlight is good even for ashy skin. So what that means is that sun 
getting out in the sun, getting your skin exposed to the sun will do you a world of good. I know for us, we tend to be us individuals. We tend to be our worst critics. So when we look in the mirror and we see all these different blemishes or whatever else on our skin, we were like, oh, I got to cover this up. I got to fix this, et cetera, et cetera. But oftentimes it's not as bad as it seems. And so we can, um, you know, the summertime is an awesome time to let the sun kind of compensate for you a little bit. And I'll say that and also saying along with that is that black people, black people, light black people, chocolate black people, dark chocolate black people, we all need sunscreen. If I hear another black person tell me they don't need to use sunscreen because they don't get sunburned, I'm gonna throat check somebody because that is not that is not exactly like that is not the only thing that sunscreen is good for right so black people you should indeed be wearing sunscreen because sun rays still have an impact on your body regardless of whether you get sunburned or not furthermore black people were also more likely to suffer from issues of hyperpigmentation why does that matter the same thing like we just talked about if you're in the mirror and you're looking at your face and you have acne scars dark spots on your face you are suffering from hyperpigmentation what happens is that when you go outside and you don't put on things like sunscreen to protect your face those rays from the sun just cook that that cook the spot more right and it causes those those spots on your face to get darker and they're harder to get rid of so sunscreen can be used as a protectant for black people because our skin is sensitive when it comes to the sun in a lot of ways that we don't often give credit to and so you want to make sure that you're using a sunscreen you probably want to make sure that the sunscreen is at least SPF 30 or higher right because you want that type of coverage and you want to make sure that you're paying attention to the sunscreen directions and that you're applying it like every two hours if you're washing it off your face um, if you're getting in water things of that nature make sure that you're applying sunscreen so that your skin stays protected that's on your face as well as on your body. The last thing I want to talk about to kind of cover is where to shop, right? So where to shop? I kind of broke this up a little bit because I do understand that everybody's on a different budget. Everybody doesn't have access to the same types of stores. And so whenever I think about where I want to shop, I think about a couple things. One, I think about my budget because I do not want to be spending rent money on a dress. And two, I also think about how long I want to keep whatever it is that I'm going to buy, right? Because there are some pieces, some things are worth the investment while others are not. And so um, I kind of composed a small little list of places that people can shop at that'll be helpful, um, fat girls, uh, us, that offer plus size shopping. So the first one I'm going to talk about, I'm going to start from the bottom and kind of work my way up. So the things that are the cheapest, um, that have a quicker turnover rate, and then I'll kind of work myself up to the things that you want to keep more long term. So first things first, rainbow, right? So whenever I think about something that I that's really cheap, something that I only plan to keep maybe for a month or two, right? And sometimes this that that's good enough for the summer for me. Um, I can shop it somewhere like Rainbow. I can go there, pick up a shirt, pick up some tights, pick up a skirt, pick up a sundress, spin. 13 14 16 dollars or whatever for a piece even grab some sandals sometimes they sandals do have a little arch to them so that's helpful for me going to rainbows come out three outfits fifty dollars i'm straight right three months at the end of the summer it's not a big deal throw them out 
the $50 was well spent. So I think about that, right? Like rainbows, they have a decent selection. Um, their plus sizes only typically, I think, go up to a 4X. So if you are a larger fat, that might be problematic for you. Um, but there are some things that you can buy at rainbows that kind of stretch um, to kind of benefit you. And it, you sometimes you got to try it on. Sometimes you got to eyeball it. But for the most part, um, low on budget, quick turnover, good just for the summer wear it and it's done right and i think walmart kind of falls into that same category for me as well next um so then the step up for me would be like department stores your burlington co-factories marshall's tj's max ross's they last a little bit longer sometimes you could find decent deals right um and you could also maybe find possible crossover items right so if you buy a shirt from ross's if you buy a shirt from tj maxx you might be able to wear that into the fall right and the budget's going to fluctuate a little bit more they're going to cost a little bit more than rainbow right so maybe you buy you spend fifty dollars and you might come out of um, Burlington with two pieces versus three you might be able to find some decent sandals there as well um, and so that's kind of the way I look at it and again like if you want to buy a shirt something like that when it starts to get a little chilly out you know you can kind of cover that with a jacket it might last you a little bit longer than three months part of the problem with these department stores though is that you're going to go to different department stores you're going to find different things in each and every one that's that's one thing and two they typically don't have super large sizes right so again individuals who are larger so what what's known as super fats right they may not be able to shop at burlington or y'all may not be able to shop at um at ross's because they don't have things that fit um they're not as inclusive with their sizes as they should be all right and so kind of moving up from there we have like more specialty stores so your lane bryant's your ashley stewart's catherine's they typically last longer eloquoi places like that they're going to last the longest they're also the most expensive and those pieces i think about long term right so if i buy a dress from eloquoi best believe that dress is going to be worn in the summer the fall and into the following spring and sometimes in the winter with a pair of boots because i'm not spending $200 on no dress to just wear for the summertime. I'm going to find a way to make that work. Okay. And so thinking about that, these are going to be your stores that also are the most expensive, um, but they have the best choices for crossover pieces. And unfortunately it sucks because these are typically the stores that sell larger sizes, right? So individuals who are larger, more than a three X typically, like you're going to be paying extra money. And if you're paying extra money, then you got to think a little bit ahead and say okay in what ways can I use this shirt for the future and what ways can I use these pants these shorts these this skirt this dress for the future because you're gonna pay for it and the way that they exploit bodies is ridiculous to me which is a whole nother episode but you know people are making money off of the fact that they are adding three inches of fabric and in a lot of ways what they're charging isn't exactly fair but these are some of the stores that you can go to to get the things that you need. Like I said, right now we're kind of in an era where like plus size fashion seems to be taken off in a lot of different avenues. And so it's cool right now to sell these clothes and you'll find a lot of different varieties of what you can wear. Um, 
a lot of different stores are offering extended sizes, um, but everything comes at a price and at a cost. And so kind of thinking about that and kind of, you know, making the decision about what you want to do with your budget kind of helps and where you want to shop moving forward for the summer. Um, I also would tell you to check Amazon, check eBay. OK, um, and then you could also visit the Fresh Out the Cocoon store. Right. And get you some cotton T-shirts. If you want to stay dry and stay fly, you want to visit the store and do that as well. And so kind of wrapping things up for the most part. Survival. Right. When we going into the summer, what we got It's June. It's June the 9th. Right. June the 9th. So we got about what? Ten. 10, 12, 12 days until summer officially starts. Uh, so at this point, we can start getting ourselves together. We haven't already. We know what we're going to wear. We know what we're going to do to stay dry. And we know where we're going to shop to get this done, make our dreams come true. And let me say this because I forgot about it. And I'm going to throw it in here real quick before I hop up off of here. Y'all do whatever y'all need to do as far as like preserving your hair and stuff. I'm not here for the whole. Listen, if people want to be natural, let them be natural. I have natural hair. What I understand as somebody who has 4C natural hair is that the way that the weather just 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 treats my hair and the humidity, I walk around looking like the lion from the Wiz many a day, okay? And that is not the style that I left the house with. So all I'm saying is that if you got to throw a protective style on your head so that you are comfortable, do that. So once again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for staying for this, this half an hour informative session on how we finna survive the summer. And I hope to see everybody out and about. Um, again, we have a Facebook group uh, called Fresh Out the Cocoon where we'll be discussing episodes. There's also the Fresh Out the Cocoon store. We're on Facebook. The website is freshoutthecocoon.com. Um, that's the store website where you can go pick up some nice teas, all of that stuff. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, and then we'll also have, well, the podcast, obviously, you're listening to it now. Um, but make sure you follow, make sure you share. I love to hear your thoughts. So y'all can comment, I think, on different parts of the session, and I come back and I read it and we can talk about it. We can do all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so until next time, I'll see y'all in two weeks. Another payday, right? Um, enjoy y'all weekend. And as always, be you and stay fresh. Oh, yeah.